Nicole Cole, and you are listening to the Cleverly Changing Podcast. This is episode 52. In this episode, we discuss the importance of representation in books, toys, TV shows, movies, and products for kids. During today's conversation, you will hear from a CEO who is the recipient of a Beyonce grant. And we learn the importance of creating what we believe our community needs. Our goal is to provide you with encouragement, insight about African history, and support as a parent and home educator. New episodes are uploaded bi-weekly, so please remember to subscribe, share, and leave us a review. If you want to keep this podcast going, consider supporting it financially by donating via our Patreon page at a low monthly cost. Visit patreon.com slash cleverlychanging and by donating, you will receive the episodes in advance. So you won't have to wait a whole two weeks. You will get them in advance. Today's African proverb is, It's the parent who knows the child's joy, and that's a Kenyan proverb. Deconstructed, this proverb means that close relationships and love is the way to understand somebody's feelings. All right, listen in and be sure to share this episode with a friend. Thank you. It's now time for the word of the episode. Today's word of the episode is brought to you by Kenya, Tanzania, and Uganda. Kwaheri. Kwaheri means goodbye in Kiswahili. Exciting news. During the month of April, I will be releasing my second book, The Ultimate Sickle Cell Activity Book. If you want to learn more about sickle cell disease, which is the most common disorder in the world, then you should sign up for my newsletter by going to cleverlychanging.com and putting in your name and email address so that I can contact you about updates. Thanks in advance. Welcome to another Cleverly Changing Conversation. I am one of your co-hosts, Elle Cole, and today we have an exciting guest. She is a mover and shaker, and so we are honored to have her. So I'm going to let her introduce herself to to the audience so that you all will know who she is. Hello, thank you so much, Elle. Hey, everybody, my name is Kia Johnson, and I am the founder and CEO of Rainbow Me Incorporated, also known as Rainbow Me Kids. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So we are honored to have you join us today. I know that there are so many families with kids, and so they are waiting to hear about 
what is Rainbow Me Kids? So can you kind of tell us why you started the company? What is the why behind it? Sure. So <clears throat> I started Rainbow Me Kids because I, I, since high school, I always wanted to like make sure that there was some type of representation for younger kids. It started out, um, we, I would always um, tutor and mentor younger kids. I still tutor and mentor kids now. Um, and I, I recognized as time moved on, how impactful it was when I would, excuse me, sorry, how impactful it was when I would um, go to, like when, when Princess and the Frog first came out, right? And, and I remember going to the movie theater and the movie theater is packed with grown women. I mean, I was, I was, I was a grown woman at the time and, and, and literally, you know, it's packed with grown black women. And it was because that was the first time we were seeing a Disney princess that looked like us. And so that was the spark um, for that started Rainbow Me. It's like, look, if we're feeling like this as an adult, um, I know that kids who may not even necessarily be able to express themselves receive the same feeling. And so I wanted to create a platform where they would always see this magic um, in this space that looked like that. Awesome. I know that I remember when Princess Tiana first entered the world and I was like, just mesmerized because you're right. It was the very first time we saw a princess that looked like us in an animated series. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, there was definitely, I mean, now there's a movement that says right. representation matters. And so people are being very intentional about how they market to children of color. And yeah. so I think that when we create things by us, for us, there is a difference. And so what is it about Rainbow Me Kids that really sets it apart from its competition? So we, what we do at Rainbow Me Kids is that we create innovative technology-enabled products that celebrate folklore and fairy tale characters of color from around the world. So all of our original products um, incorporate some type of technology, whether it's using an app or um, our, 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 primary, our primary product, um, our, our magical books, we call them, um, incorporate what's, uh, what's called augmented technology, augmented reality technology. Um, everybody's seen it, everybody's familiar with it. And pretty much what it is, is uh, it creates animation in a real space. Um, so in a, a, a real-time example is when you put up your phone filter and you, you, know, you stick your tongue out and the dog tongue comes out <laughs> on your face, that's a form of augmented reality. And so we took that and hi. <laughs> <laughs> yes, our co-host has joined us. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's no, okay. You're fine. you're fine. So we we took that um, augmented reality technology and we um, used it for our characters, for our, our, our folklore, our folklore and fairy tale characters from around the world. And it it enhances the story from the storybook. And that's what okay. makes us unique. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's like a filter somewhat. Um, it, it, it is like a filter in that when you, when the character comes up on your screen, it, your, your, your real time space is still behind the character. 
And so um, if, you're, if you're sitting and you're reading the book and the book is on the table, you can still see your table and the book and, and everything that's on your table. And the characters looks like it's on your table as well. And so that, that, is the, that becomes the filter if you, if, you, if, it, uh, if you want to look at it like that, yeah. That's very, very cool. How long have you all been in business? We were, we, Rainbow Me was, Rainbow Me launched in 2016. Rainbow Me launched April the 30th, 2016. Now, what we were when we launched and what we are now <laughs> are two totally different things. <laughs> like, uh, like a lot of startups, like you'll hear, we had, we had to have that huge pivot, um, which was this, which was the, um, the augmented reality book. This was our pivot. And, um, uh, it, it has it has worked. When we started in 2016, we started as a video on demand platform, and um, it did it did okay, but it just didn't gain the traction that um, is required to continue on that path. Uh, so we we decided to um, try something new, try something different, and it has worked for us. Did you have a background in technology or once you saw Princess Tiana, did it just all, did you just say, hey, I have to create something for children of color. Did you already have the background and you put that together and created something? Kind of tell us the story of how you went from having that thought about representation matters and your background and how they kind of coincided. So that's, <laughs> that's so, by trade, my, my background, by I'm an attorney by trade, not an inter entertainment attorney. I'm like the boring social security <laughs> workers cop attorney. So my professional background and how and what Rainbow Me ended up being really have are two totally different things. But um, one thing that I always knew I wanted, oh, the idea for Rainbow Me Kids when it was put on paper this was like 2013, 2014, started as a, a magazine. And I wanted, again, it, I wanted just to make sure that there was representation um, for kids. Um, around that time too, though, there started to be more um, um, kid-focused kid content on YouTube. Uh, Netflix was, was, you know, building steam and, looking, it was still just a dearth of content, entertainment content for kids that featured positive images of main characters of color. So the magazine idea transitioned into what Rainbow Me Kids initially launched as, which was a video on demand platform um, that uh, had the main characters of color. We curated content that had positive images of main characters of color. And not, not only do we do we create our own, but we also highlight other creators of, of the same of material that fits within what we're trying to, to promote. Um, so we are always, always, you know, tilt, tilting our hat and and um, praising, sharing uh, just other other creators of um, content for kids that feature main characters of color. So. I, <laughs> it's funny, so it, it, when I, when the idea for what Rainbow Me Kids eventually became, I always call it my burning bush moment. 
Um, just because <laughs> it was one of those things when, when the idea first came, it was kind of like, well, you know, I, I have no clue where to start. Like, I don't know how to do this guy. Like, I, okay, thank you for this idea, but I really don't know where, <laughs> what to do. And so it kind of, you know, it kind of pushed it off to the side. And then just, you know, as God does, he's like, no, this is what you're going to do. And so um, once it was, once the vision was clear, um, I was able to really just, just pick brains. Um, I uh, was fortunate to meet people that were already in the entertainment industry um, have because of my profession, even though I'm not an entertainment attorney, I do have connections to entertainment attorneys. So just being able to pick brains of people who were familiar with the, with the, with the industry and just um, sit down and speak with them. They are really the ones that kind of helped me put everything together to launch um, Rainbow Me Kids. Um, now, the augmented reality part came when I first saw the Pokemon Go game. That was, I think, um, again, what, 2015? That, well, that was, I think, 2015, 16. So when, when the, Pokemon Go, that's Poke, the Pokemon Go game uses augmented reality. So when the characters pop up in the in front of you, that was the first time I had seen augmented reality used. And I was like, I want to be able to use this technology somehow. And so that was really the spark for the idea of adding that to the book. Now, we're not the first person to use it for children's books, but we are, of course, the first to have um, main characters, main fairy tale and folklore characters of color using the technology in the, in the children's book. So that's, that is the transition <laughs> okay, that's very very amazing because for me my my experience with augmented re augmented reality they have a museum where in the dmv area and yes. there is um, madame tussauds in dc they actually created an augmented reality component so when you go to the museum you put on um special glasses and they okay. give you a headset and then you go through the museum and you're able to feel like you're experiencing the different wax figures, you know, coming to life, so to speak, That's and awesome. telling you yes. their story. Right. That's very cool. I love that. Yeah, I, I definitely want to, um, I definitely want to take this technology to the extent of, to the extent of what it can be um, with our characters. Like, I just, I, I love the way that, um, just like you said, I love the way that it makes our, our children feel like they are a part of the story. Like they are literally in the story that they're, that they're experiencing. Yes. So I have a quick question for you because I, I'm interested in, in your story. So your experience growing up and going to school, did you feel like you were learning about yourself, learning about people of color? when you were in school. Can you kind of share a little bit about your, your educational background from you know elementary up through college? So I, I, I wouldn't say that what I really learned about myself and um, people that look like me was, was from school. Um, it was really, you know, I, I'm, I was I was fortunate to grow up in a family where um, we were I, I didn't have to go outside of my family to look for role models. And so um, and, and I recognize that I was fortunate in that way. 
I, I, I didn't, the first time I saw a family that I felt like reflected me was, was the Cosby show. Um, my, um, my, my mom was actually in the, in the medical field. She was a physical therapy. And then it was my dad who, who was an attorney. Um, I had a brother who was extremely smart, but also had a learning disability. Um, I was Rudy. I was the Rudy of the group. (laughs) And 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 then I had a younger sister. And so, um, it was, it was that that had, that I was able to, uh, relate to really more, more than, excuse me, more than anything else. Now, um, I, I bring that up too, because when I was in college, when I was in college, I, um, my, my minor was African-American history. And so we took, um, we took, a um, African-Americans in entertainment course or in, in, you know, in, and so my, this was me, my junior year. So we're talking about, um, kids that are 20, 21 years old. And the discussion about the Cosby show comes up and there's a group of kids in the classroom and they're like, well, yeah, but the Cosby show, there's, there's no, they are literally saying that there's no such, the Cosby show was so fictitious that there could not be a family that, and these were black kids, but there could not be a family that existed <laughs> <laughs> like the Cosby show. And so you know, and I'm sitting here like, what do you mean? Like, this, this is my family. Like, what are you talking, you know? And so, <laughs> so that, but that was, I think, again, if you think about it, the coffee show until Fresh Prince of Bel-Air came along, which was years later, the coffee show was the only re- reflection of a, of, a, of, a, of, a, of a Black family that was against what was seen at the time in entertainment an educated, well-to-do Black family. Because there, you know, we have good times. We have- mm-hmm. um, Well, there was Family Matters. Jeffersons. Yeah, Je- and Family Matters. And um, I could think of a couple of other ones. Well, Family I- Matters, I think, came after the Cosby it Show. It was after. But, right. But, right. but the Jeffersons were, were well-to-do. And um, I think for some people, they were really the first Black family that, you know, he had, he had a maid, you know, and, um, he had a white daughter, uh, what, Belsman, like, it was, it was definitely the first time where we saw things were trying, like, there was a change in what Black people could do and could be seen as, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think the Cosby Show definitely for this generation, I think was that foundation. And it was definitely very different from from good times, (laughs) you know? But I'm I'm actually shocked. I'm shocked to hear that the kids in the class didn't see that because I think even if it wasn't like that in your home, you might've gone to church, you might've gone to the community grocery store, like you would see other people in the community because in most places there were, you know, a group of affluent people of color. So, so that part does shock me. Yeah. And, you know, I think one thing that is true now that is not true then is of course with social media it really opens up the opens up a window to a lot of places that um they're you know that you wouldn't you wouldn't normally see in your in your space 
But before then, and this was, um, now I'm about to date age myself. So this was 2000. This was the year 2000. So, you know, we're growing up in the, in the, um, in the late 90s, um, mid, mid 80s, late 90s. And, I, you know, I, I, I still remember kids in the, really in the classroom that never left their neighborhood. It's and, interesting. You know, it's, so wow. it's, yeah, so I think that I I can I can see why I, I I can see why there was a group of kids you know that maybe believe that even though we were in college at the time that might have been the first time they I, I don't know but it, it was definitely it was definitely a discussion that like like you it, it shocked me because I was like what do you mean Yeah yeah we were. We're dating ourselves, but we were in the college around the same time. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know. Oh, this is great. Yeah. We understand where they're coming from in a way because even though I even though they may not have known anyone or any families like that, mm-hmm. they knew it existed in some way, shape, or form because there's always a hierarchy let's say in society Mm -hmm. so even though I mean as much as I love that show I must admit sometimes I was like this kind of stuff does not really happen (laughs) 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 what in the world is going on here some of the stuff was just like the little boy um Peter that would just come running through the house anyone just uh, what there were things that went on that really just like this is completely unreal but that also was part of the of the the draw to Mm -hmm. the show you know because it allowed you to think even if you didn't really think that this was happening somewhere it was a nice idea to have Mm -hmm. maybe I could you know Mm -hmm. so it was was definitely I can see a a very bright spot for the culture just because yeah. you know it like you call it a window into mm-hmm. the possibilities and of course you know everybody's family isn't going to be like that sure, right. ray charles for anniversaries and things. <laughs> <laughs> right right but 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 you you hit the nail on the head the the the, the point the point the 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 purpose um or one of the purposes of of shows that depict families like that is that because it tells you what your possibilities can what you can possibly be you know even with with rainbow me we say we say what we do is we take the limits off what kids can imagine themselves to be and because it 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 really makes a difference and you know i i talk about that and then segue back into the the princess and the frog it was like i feel like god was leaving little breadcrumbs along the way before i got to rainbow me the cosby the cosby thing is one princess and the frog is is another one um and then it was something else before before um black panther but even 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 when black panther came out again, you're seeing these adults that are, you know, almost in tears because of the representation of the movie. Not almost in tears, there were people crying. 
It was so wonderful, though. It was good. <laughs> it was a movement. It was a yeah. movement. People were getting dressed up to go to yes. the movie. They were yeah. taking. Yeah. It was like right. a family reunion. They were yeah. their whole family. Yes. Everybody. They were dressing up. It was an mm-hmm. event, and mm-hmm. and I went. We dressed up. We were like, <laughs> Oh yeah! I had on my crown. My black panther. What? What? They was the Kia. Girl, I got, look, I got Missy I just, it's, it's my, my name, my whole name is Kia, that's it, but Nakia was close enough, that's the first time I'd ever seen it on the screen, like, like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, yeah, but it, it, it was, it's that feeling, right, that you, you feel, you just, you feel, you feel seen, and you feel magical, and you feel powerful, right, Yes, yes. And when I look at the images on Rainbow Me, they are powerful images. You know, you see them in power stances, like it's done intentionally. And um, I think, you know, we definitely, like we can think of Colin Power, we can think of um, Condoleezza Rice, like from, from a long time ago, they were in positions of power. But I think in our communities, a lot of times, even though we saw them, we didn't necessarily relate to them. You know, sometimes we see people in positions and we treat them like they are anomalies, like mm. they are, are, are one of a kind. Yeah. And that is, that is not something I believe. I believe there are many people that are like that in our communities. Yes. That's why we have so many HBCUs because people are getting their education. They exactly. are doing well. They are phenomenal. They are running companies and whatnot. And so I think, you know, if, if your exposure to things is limited, mm-hmm. this Rainbow Me is one way to really capture that and really take them outside of their community, their neighborhood. And right now in this pandemic, like it is, <laughs> it is something that we need more now than ever because everybody is limited all over yes. the world. <laughs> yes, a- absolutely. Absolutely. And you, you, made, you made a good point. So, you know, it is, it is just as important to see, you know, it is extremely important to see the Condoleezza Rices and to see the Colin Powell's and to see, you know, the the, the um, hidden figures and 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 people that are are real life doing it right. Um, and it is it is just as important to see. It, I, I just it it makes a difference when a child can not only relate to um, can not only relate to a, a, an actual person, but it just, there's, there's that magic. There's a, there's a magic behind. I can also be, I really can be anything I put my mind to, you know, I really can be a princess or I really can be a superhero, you know, and I can be an engineer and I can, you know, it just, it, it expands their imagination. It really I- does. Yeah, one of the things that you mentioned is that you're able to curate stories. So there are stories that you are able to find with Mm -hmm. these characters, but then you also create them. So the stories that you find, are you always open to like have families made suggestions? How do you go about, um, you know, deciding this is a perfect fit for Rainbow Me Kids? Oh, absolutely. I'm always listening to my customers. I'm always, I have surveys that I send out to everybody like, hey, 
you know, please let us know how we can improve, you know, let us know your thoughts. Because I, I, I and I have, um, I have my, my, my parent group. So I have like a group of, of about 10, you know, 10, 10 parents with our, with our age group children. And they're the first people I go to like, Hey, you know, this is, this is something that's come across. What do you guys think? So absolutely. I'm always, always looking to make sure that what we're doing um, is, is what our parents want, want and what they know that their kids want. That's awesome. I know when I was young, one of the differences that I, I remember the animated series that um, came on. And I remember one of the characters was Whoopi Goldberg, but it was, it was animated. It was taking the fairy tales and turning mm-hmm. them into stories. Now I was a little on the older side, so I'm thinking I was around 10, uh-huh. but I love them because you know, it was rhyming, it was mm-hmm. colorful, and I, I felt included. So I can already tell that that's exactly what kids, when they log into Rainbow Me and they're watching, that's how they feel. Because it, yeah. it does hit you differently when the fairy tale has people that look like you, you right. know, and they right. may have, you know, different voices mm-hmm. and they, you know, they're using language that you would use. So it's just a whole different experience, mm-hmm. you know, in media. And so I, I know just looking at the images on Rainbow Me, you, it kind of hits you <laughs> like, oh my gosh, you, you feel a sense of pride and a sense of wonder and excitement all at the same time. Awesome! Yay! Yes, I agree wholeheartedly. We were listening to a podcast last week, I think it was, and... <laughs> My youngest daughter says, mommy, that's a black lady talking. I can tell. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How how old is she? Um, She's seven. Seven, Okay. (laughs) I had noticed too, but I'm used to, you know, picking out my people. But the fact that she did it and she recognized it and said something, it just made, you know, made me this is it's important everybody please uh oh hello no the picture is frozen I can can, oh there you go okay sorry I was like oh no everybody froze for me okay Uh, so uh, um, the last thing I heard you said the fact that she um said something she heard it and said something yeah it just it really solidified you know for me how important it is for us to be heard and seen mm-hmm. in you know a multitude of different spaces how you know we can we feel more at ease and you know mm-hmm. like we can really relate and so seeing your um <clears throat> excuse me seeing your books and just to you know be able to make that connection is it makes the reading a lot more interesting more fun you feel more comfortable because like like el said when you hear language that you use inflections that are normal to you it's very it's very comforting and it just it feels like home and you know i can do this (laughs) exactly no that is that is exactly it i'm so happy that 
um, she recognized that. I mean, there's, there's, you know, research has, has shown that children as young as two or three can recognize when they're, you know, when they're not being, when they're not things that look like them or not spaces that look like them. Um, when they, they can tell their differences, that's what I'm trying to say. And so the fact that she was able to pick, pick, pick up on that and articulate it, you know, just imagine the kids that are younger than her that still adhere the same things and just don't have the language to, to say that, you know, she, she felt, it sounds like, you know, she felt pride that, Hey, you know, this, this, this person that's talking on this podcast, I'm sure they look like me, you know, like that's, that's what she's saying in that statement. Right. Um, it's, yes. <laughs> I mean, she was excited because they have, um, a YouTube channel where they actually will play out videos of it's called, um, well, I guess this is free. Well, I don't know. It's called Story Pirates. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. But, but I thought she likes listening to the stories there and they have the YouTube and usually you'll see a lot of white people. Yeah. But there are, they do have black actors that are there, but the majority seem to be not yeah. us. And so right. she noticed right away when she heard and she was like, hey, I guess, you know, the whole connection <laughs> of having seen them in action before and listening to the podcast, it just kind of all came together. And I, it made me feel good. I mean, she looked happy about it. Okay. So, <laughs> she's judging her brothers. I'm trying to listen. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's awesome. That's, I love it. I'm going to have to look into the O is for Oshun because I was like, oh, look at this. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please do. Right that. up my yes. alley. Yes, yes. Oshun. And then the girl is standing there looking all strong and like, hey, y'all, it's me. <laughs> Good. I, I think she would enjoy that one a lot. Yes. So oh, yeah. we'll be looking into that one specifically. Okay. And see what else we can find. I love it. I love it. We have that. That is our first book. And we're, we are just now launching our second book. It takes a while. I mean, this is animation technology. So it's not a quick. <laughs> right. Not right. a quick, quick thing. But um, so, yeah. All right. So one of the things I noticed is that you also bring up and showcase other people's products so that families can find products that um, showcase representation for multicultural children. Can you kind of share a little bit about why that collaboration was really important? I want people when when people think of diverse entertainment for kids, I want people to think of Rainbow Me Kids. And so it's important for me for, for parents to feel safe coming onto our site. They know that when they're coming on to Rainbow Me Kids, that um, it's okay for their kids to be on Rainbow Me Kids. <laughs> and they know that they're going to, um, they're going to see these positive images that reflect them. And I did, I want to just I want to make it easy. I, I feel like there are different there are lots of different places to go that you can find diverse entertainment. But I feel like you have to go to each different place depending on the different culture sometimes or um, you know it, they're just different pockets. And I just wanted to make it easier 
I wanted to make it easier to find diverse entertainment as a whole um, for kids. I think it's, it's important as, as, as important as it is for us to see images that reflect us, it is just as important to see positive images that reflect the world around us. And that's, that's for everybody. And so, uh, you know, that was, that was another reason why I wanted to make sure that it was, um, that I, I had multicultural diversity on, on the site. Now your, your company has been blessed by, by a particular <laughs> a particular entertainer. Yes. Can you kind of share about that experience and and tell our listeners, you know, that really sets your company apart and it's it's an awesome experience. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. So Beyonce is my new best friend. <laughs> um <laughs> Just in case y'all didn't know, we're like those. No, like, no. <laughs> so, um, yes. Yeah, so Beyonce um, in 2020, because 2020 was what it was, um, was just awesome enough to share, um, share. She, she selected several black businesses to um, bless with, with a grant. Uh, during during 2020, just black businesses that you know perhaps had some struggle or some issue for for 2020. Um, for us, for Rainbow Me Kids, so like I said, we had we launched the first book in January of 2020, and had a lineup of festivals and 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 book signings and all of these wonderful wonderful events that of course as soon as the end of or beginning of March came was like it's cut off so um we had spent a lot on marketing for those events so we had like this huge dynamic setup to for for in-person spaces <laughs> that was not cheap and so um while 2020 was still, we, we were still very blessed in 2020. That was still one of our best years. Um, it, that marketing at the beginning hit us. And so um, I applied for, for the grant. It was the application process. Beyonce uh, partnered with the NAACP to send the grants. And it was funny because like there wasn't, I, um, I got an email I got an email. I think she she had posted it on social media. She had posted uh, like a um a, a uh, it was a frame with like all of the all of the selector all of the selected uh, businesses. It was all their pictures in a frame on her Instagram page. Well, I didn't see that, and then I'd gotten an email. I received an email the next day um, that I thought was a a prank. I thought somebody, I didn't think it was real. I was like, what? They're like, yeah, we need to get your, um, your, your bank information for, for the Beyonce grant. I'm like, what? Cause there was just no other notice. Right. And so, you know, I saw that and I, I actually kind of ignored it at first. Then it was something, no, I went after I saw, I, I did go on her page then. And I saw the picture. I saw, uh, it was a picture of me, like on the Beyonce page. And I was like, Oh my gosh! It went, it's, I ran to my sister. My sisters um, and I worked together. So I'm like Ryan. We just we. I think Beyonce was lucky to be for her, for 
her thing. And so then going back to the email, going through the email, verifying all the email addresses. Like I was still kind of paranoid. Like, is this a real email address? Is this going somewhere? Like, does this belong to somebody? And so after doing all of that, I, I finally let it, let it, you know, sink in that we had gotten one of the awards. We had received one of the uh, awards. It, 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 that was congratulations. Incredible. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was it was really really cool. I, I you know, we wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, you know, that's a huge deal. It's a huge deal. And I wanted to really bring it up because there are lots and lots of entrepreneurs out there who listen to the podcast, who have kids and things like that. And I feel like sometimes we don't go for the grants. We don't go for the the money. But in order for our dreams to be taken to the next level, we have to. And so I, I love that you know, you, you were like, I don't know, like, what do you have to lose? You were like, I can apply, you know, if I don't apply, I won't be even in the running. So I have to, I have to try. And so I commend you for not talking, you know, because sometimes we'll just be like, oh, somebody else is going to get it. And we just don't. And, you know, even though once you got it, you were skeptical, that was the attorney in you coming out. It was, it was, it was like, Hey, man, this is it. Like there was no, it was just a, yeah, you're right. Scammers out here. You're right. Like, I got my email address. My email address and knew I did this. Like, come on now. Yeah. But you know, what, what I love is, you know, she probably lets her kid the way, you know, we don't know Beyonce personally, but she probably, like, this seems like a, a program that she would let her own children use and watch. Yeah, I, you know, I, that in my head, they're sitting watching, <laughs> they definitely got books. Like I, you know, I sent, I sent plenty of books for, for Blue and the Twins, you know, so we <laughs> So, well, you know, in my head, they receive them and they love them. And, and um, you know, Beyonce, you're listening. I, 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 <laughs> I, hope, I hope that the kids are enjoying the books. Um, Look, we, we never know. You don't. We never know. We, we because when you right. put things out in the atmosphere, Amen. and it's good, it's intentional, it's mm-hmm. favorable and positive, you never know who listens, you know? Right. and right. and. Entertainers are just like us. They want what's best for their kids. They want representation. And so we just have to always show up, do our best, and really put things out that we would we would want, you know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And that's what you have done. So I I just commend you. And I am so happy that that you were chosen and you know that it was real. Yeah, it's a big deal. And I'm sure it was a huge help for growing your business and moving it and, you know, moving it forward and able to better service your community because it really is uh, an important work that you're doing. And and the idea that for it to be, you know, as close to a one-stop shop as you can get it is very, very beneficial because, you know, as homeschooler, I look a lot. For, yeah, you know, to fill in these little holes and these pieces for things for the kids and everything. And it gets to be a little, uh, yeah. why do I have 25 tabs open? Because right. they're all over the internet. Right. <laughs> so to exactly. be able to have a, a wealth of things in one spot is 
Oh, time saver, invaluable. And then for it to be quality content on top of that. Kudos. <laughs> yes, yes. And I know that our listeners listen to the podcast for one, because we are sharing people yeah. who look like us, who create products for us and for our kids that is going to educate them, uplift them, instill confidence in them. Because in this wide world, there's a lot that they have to do to maneuver. And there's a lot of mixed messages. So whenever we have an opportunity to instill positive messages, we really have to support that. And so right now, I want people to know how they can, how families can really support you and support Rainbow Kids. What do you need for, from them? Please um, go to Rainbow Me Kids. Like we, we, we have, we have stuff. For, for everybody. We really do. We have a podcast that shares the different fairy tale stories. We have a YouTube page that um, we have our own content on. And then again, we're curating content and we have a list of um, other people that we follow on Rain on uh, on YouTube. Um, and then uh, again, our, our products, you guys, I, our products are really, really, really cool. They're really innovative. Um, I think that your kid, from just the feedback that we've gotten from the people that have purchased so far, the kids are going to really relate and enjoy these characters. Um, I, it was, it was extremely important for me that the origin, the country of origin, the characters from each country of origin had at least um, um, an accent that was that was. Um, specific to that country of origin and it, it it makes it it makes a difference and so you know your 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 kids are going to be able to explore outside it it, it gives them the window to the world in their in their lap and in the book so please just uh i would love for everybody just to come to rainbow me kids and and enjoy enjoy the platform purchase some books and some bundles <laughs> Yes. So on all platforms, do they just put in Rainbow Me Kids? Rainbow Me Kids. Yep. That's perfect. Nice and simple. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so is there anything else that, that you want to share with families about your journey and creating this company and connecting with families and, you know, really just making something that's completely unique and of quality. Because I think not only have you created things that, you know, are representative of us, but it is a top of the line, you know, like sometimes that's not the case. Right, right, right. <laughs> so right. I do, I I do wanna, I wanna <laughs> stress that this is a quality product. <laughs> Yes, it's very important now. Hey, we have to be real. That's that's why we do this podcast. Hey, you know, I, I, I appreciate that. And that is exactly what I strive to do. I strive, that is, that is extremely important to me. I, we, we don't play around at Rainbow Me Kids. Okay. Like everything is, is top. It really is top notch. I mean, I, you know, I want, I want our, our, characters to be memorable and so it was important to me to make sure that 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 happened um as far as as far as everything or anything else to, to speak with families I have, I have a couple of things I guess one just for families that um again are just looking for representation you know 
I, I said it before um, in the podcast, but I'll, but I'll say it again. It is, it is, it, it is just as important to see reflections of our, of ourselves and reflections of the, of the world around us. Um, we, we talk about a lot, you know, as African-American, we talk about the, um, the dearth of, of, especially in children's content, just main characters, African-American main characters. But even further than that, when you look at the, and we look at um, uh, Latino, Hispanic main characters, Asian main characters, it's even, it's even worse. And so, you know, it's, it's just, stereotypes are created or broken from what kids see. And that's, and we strive to make sure that any negative stereotype is broken with our content. Uh, so that that that's that's for the that's for the families and then for the entrepreneurial families you know always <clears throat> I, I don't think that um my burning bush story is unique I think that a lot of times we hear that voice telling us that you know this is where this is the direction that you are to go in and I think that we make the decision to either follow it or, or ignore it. And I think to choose to follow it, I think you have to be okay with not necessarily knowing how it's going to happen, how you're going to get to that ultimate vision, but just taking the first step and moving towards it is, is really your, your role. Um, your role is to take it step by step. And then um, God, the universe is going to is going to handle the rest. He is they, they, it 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 is going to handle the rest. You you said it. You put your vision out there. Um, I wrote. I have a huge vision for for Rainbow Me Kids, and it is it is step by step. It is happening, um, and it's it's amazing and scary and and delightful and wonderful and <laughs> intimidating. <laughs> to see all at the same time, but it, you know, it started with reluctantly listening to that burning bush, you know, me, me trying to tell the burning bush, like, no, nah, I, I think you got the wrong person. And he's like, no, I, I know who I'm talking to. So let's take the first step. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that you had the courage to take the first step because, you know, I love that you are, you know, doing something outside of your, your profession, as far mm -hmm. as your, you know, you're an attorney, a trained attorney, a licensed attorney and things like mm -hmm. that. So mm -hmm. I think it's important for us to realize that we can have careers and we can also do other things too. Mm -hmm. yes. I think, you know, I, I personally think of um, Dr. Mae Jemison. Yes. She's so many things. <laughs> Very many. Very many. <laughs> I, I was I she had time for it all. all. So she so we know her as an astronaut, but she is a doctor. She's a pediatrician. Mm -hmm. She's also a dancer, an actress. She's like she's an she's a, also an educator. Like she's numerous things. She's she also has um, a nonprofit. She does so many different things. And so when our children tell us that they want to be, you know, five different things, sometimes we like to steer them in one direction. And what I've learned from looking at her and people like her 
don't do that. You, yeah. you, you know, we have different seasons in our lives. Mm-hmm. And right. in that season, you may bring your expertise from other areas to really make a change in a totally different area. So you, you cannot, you should not limit yourself and you should not limit what your mind is telling you to do and what your heart is telling you to do. And so you are a great example of that. And so I, you know, I want parents and you know educators to know that if something comes to your mind and you feel something tugging at your heartstrings saying do this mm-hmm. don't put it aside because mm-hmm. you feel <laughs> like you've already That's accomplished right. what you were going right. to accomplish there's so much more within you absolutely and so I just love that you are a living example of that thank you thank you thank you so much all right, Miriam, do you have any more questions? I did, but I've forgotten them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's I'm okay. Oh, wait, I did have one question um, that I just remembered. So when it comes to um, the AR with the books, <clears throat> have you heard any responses say that it's help children who aren't or weren't all that interested in reading, you know, want to be more of a reader? I, the, the reviews and some, and some of the reviews that we have, there's been the, you know, the kids can't put it down. The kids don't, you know, this is now their new favorite book. <laughs> um, I, I haven't, that I can recall specifically heard where um, it has helped or in, improved, I guess, a child's desire to read. But it, it has I, more than once. Well, I, we have. I've been told it is now their new favorite book. Well, that's. I don't know. <laughs> that's, so that's I'm just curious, you know, as to if it <laughs> if it's something that pushes, you know, well, not necessarily pushes, but just you know, kind of builds up a little more interest in reading because you know as as much as I love reading I recognize mm-hmm. that it's not everyone's favorite pastime sure <laughs> so, yeah yeah you know, and I know for for some children especially those who may struggle with um just reading and you know putting the words and the sounds together and that sort of thing if that is anything to encourage them to you know keep keep at it or Mm -hmm. to just you know garner more interest in reading things period so the 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 characters don't read the book the the characters enhance the book so the book is still a traditional book um, that's that's read that's read from the back and then the characters um, they they provide additional background information about their their story, their particular stories, and so and I did that on on purpose. I didn't want to. I didn't want to take away from the child being able to actually read the book, if that makes sense. Um, oh, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, um, in in that vein, you know, it it. It, it definitely, it bring, it has brought the children to want to pick up the book a lot more. 
<laughs> you know, because it is now their new favorite book. And I mean, some of the reviews, I know uh, there are a couple of people that say, yes, we've been reading this every night now. Like it's been, it's been every night. So, um, <laughs> well, that's so, great too. Right. That's great. So, there's, there's that, there's that aspect of it. And, um, with the, so it's with the physical book, yeah, the characters don't, um, don't read it, but there, we also have an ebook um, that's different than the physical book. It's also animated, but it's a different type of, and it's not augmented reality. It's just um, 2D animation. And, and the, um, the book is read um, front to back through the ebook. But that's new. We, did, we just launched that like, like uh, a, a few weeks ago, actually. So we haven't gotten a lot of feedback on that one yet. Okay. Well, we got to <laughs> tell the people, I mean, so, so to our listeners, to our listeners, you know, you're, you're hearing this definitely when you read these books, provide your feedback. So, so people who are doing the creating will yeah. be able to take that and know what to put in the next book. And, you know, you want to provide your feedback so that it can really help enhance the products that come after. So Absolutely. I just encourage our listeners to to you know purchase what you are are selling and and provide feedback support support doesn't just mean you know purchasing it but it also means you know giving feedback even if you have new ideas sharing those mm -hmm. as well because Absolutely. when you have creators that are creating products for your kids and your family, you want to, you want to be honest with them and open because they look like you, you know, mm -hmm. and they're doing this with the right intentions. And yeah. so, you know, she's on this podcast because she's accessible. And so I, I just want to thank you for your time and, and just sharing it with us, your journey, because it is a journey. And I know that it has taken many, many hours. And, you know, <laughs> I'm sure there were some tears in there at yes. certain points. Because yes. yes. doing a business and, and creating something with, you know, there isn't really a blueprint that you had to follow. This is no. completely new. And yeah. so, you know, kudos to you because you, you, you know, you call it your burning bush moment, but you are really a trailblazer in this space. And so I, I think this is, this is something that families really need to embrace because when we see things like this, we have to, we have to really throw all of our support behind it in order to keep it going. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm feeling all the love on Valentine's Day, Valentine's. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. That was, that was awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you. We, it's been a joy to learn about Rainbow Me Kids, you know, and I just think that, you know, it, please continue to keep in touch with us. Let yes, us know yes. um, so that we can share it with our audience and, and so that we can support you in all of your efforts. Um, you know, because that, as Black businesses, this is what we have to do. We have to support each other. You know, we, yes. we say the African proverb, it takes a village. We mm -hmm. think about that in terms of children, but mm -hmm. us as adults, we also need that village too. So right now we're making it plain village show. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's right. I think um, I think we're doing a discount for you guys too, right? Yes. So I will put it in the show notes. Okay. I know. I don't know. 
if there was an actual code that was shared, let me see. Okay. Because I will definitely add it to the show notes. I'm checking to see what the code was. I don't think the code was actually provided yet. I can create one. Yes. So I, I, we are um, going to receive, so the listeners will receive a 15% off discount. That's what we agreed on, but I don't have the code yet. Okay. So, so go to the show notes. If you're listening to the podcast, go to the show notes and I will update the beginning of the podcast so that it will have this, have the code when okay. it comes out. All right. So probably be your, your, your pod, your name, the cleverly. Cleverly. cleverly 15. Cleverly 15. That's, that's what everybody's, we normally. That's everybody's kick. <laughs> yeah. That makes it easier. That's it does. It's it so yeah. simple. You can keep track. Right. Remember? Exactly. I'll be able to share with you guys. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm going I'm to create that now so I won't forget. Okay, so you've heard it here, folks. Cleverly. I'm put you on that stuff. Gotta get it done right now. For 15, 15% off. And this also makes so if you are a grandparent, because I know that we have grandparents that listen, um, because radio really was was a thing right. of their time. And mm-hmm. so now podcasts have really just kind of reinvented that and made it more accessible. So if you're a grandparent and you want to get this for your grandchild, use the code cleverly or if you're an auntie or uncle yes this is a great gift if you're looking for a baby shower we're going to have a baby boom yeah because of this pandemic, pandemic. so now <laughs> time to start finding the products that represent <laughs> your family and your, your you know your colleagues your friends kids everybody's kids and this really when you have multicultural products they're not just for children of color right really they should be embraced by all children. Of course, it's especially important for children of color because of that representation piece, but it's also important for empathy among all children, compassion. And so we encourage you, whatever your nationality or ethnicity, this is a product that I'm just, you know, I'm going behind it to say, this is a quality product. We we fully recommend it and we (laughs) encourage you to support. Yes, everything she said. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks, I think that is a wrap. Go to Rainbow Me Kids and support. All right. Thank you. Did you know that we sell merchandise to keep our podcast going? Order a hoodie, t-shirt, mugs, and more today. Visit cleverlychanging.com and click on the shop tab to place your order.